Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Brendan Escott here in for Bob Stoffer. The home stretch of Oilers now, this Monday edition. Bob is on the bird back home from Los Angeles. Keep the text coming at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line. And of course, you can call us always on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Bob will be back tomorrow. And uh, we'll see what direction the show takes ahead of that game with the Dallas Stars. Now, let's shift gears because there's just a lot of uh, a lot of frustration going around the team and uh, and the text line and everything that way. But let's talk about the Edmonton Oil Kings because they've got uh, you know you've heard it if you listen to the show every day. Trey Fixolansky has been dynamite for that team. The team has been comedically streaky all season long. And we had a chance to talk with head coach Brad Lauer about his team with the 14-9-2-2 record. They're coming off a overtime loss against Moose Jaw on Friday. And then a 3-2 loss against Swift Current on Saturday. Well, I mean, uh, to be honest, it's, it's, we've, we've played a lot of road games. That was our, we played nine games on the road this month in November and uh you know, we started in Brandon, but um, you know, we 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 played okay. I mean, I think uh, I think uh, that the soft current, the Brandon game was the Moose game was good. We just uh, I thought we deserved better, but uh, you know, it's one of those games where you know their goalie played well, and and uh, you know we just couldn't uh, we scored uh, we scored enough in the overtime, but they didn't they disallowed it. But um, you know, they they ended up getting the win there, but. Um, you know, against South Current again, I thought we played a really good third period. We just couldn't find a way to, to tie the game up. Their goaltender played very well. Um, but overall, I, th- I thought we did a lot of good things on the weekend. 104 goals scored this season, second in the WHL, trailing only Prince yeah. Albert in that department. Is that is the offense yeah. and getting, uh, like, really riding the coattails of that kind of a point of emphasis for you guys? Well, you know, that's, that's one thing we really talked about. I mean, especially at the start of the year, I mean, a lot, a lot of 
a lot of teams, a lot of guys didn't think we'd be able to be to score some goals, and and uh, you know I wasn't really sure, but uh, you know once we got into training camp, um, you know I've, I've, I've uh, we got a good we got we got some good players that can play the game with some some spa- uh, some pace with some pace, and um, you know we do a really good job of uh, getting getting up in the rush. We get our D involved a lot, um, and and our power play has been really good this year, and. Uh, you know, we've been able to put up some good numbers offensively, and uh, on the flip side, on the flip side of that, um, defensively, we, you know, this morning we kind of were looking at it, and uh, that's one area that probably our game needs to really tighten up. And a large part of this season has been spent without your Matthew Robertson, without Will Warm. Um, having yeah. having those omissions in the lineup, I'm sure, doesn't help any of that stuff on the back end. Well, for sure. I mean, that's one thing in junior hockey. Obviously, injuries are, are, are really are really key. I mean, uh, you know, you lose you lose a couple of your top end players, especially defensemen or even you know, your forwards. Uh, you know, and and uh, not saying it's it's uh, it's it just puts a lot of pressure on your young kids in situations that they're probably not familiar with playing in uh, at this level. But um, also, it's a it's also a good ex- a good experience for them to get in some situations. So it's kind of a mix. Uh, <laughs> kind of a mixed feeling to get guys in situations but it's also a learning process for them too joined now by brad lauer head coach of the edmonton oil kings brendan escott with you on oilers now uh we mentioned prince albert you do have them coming up this week uh, 23 yeah. and 1 on the season yeah. in your estimation just as an out uh, an outsider to that obviously what has been yeah. going so right for that franchise this year well you know i think it's it's a it's a franchise that's been uh actually it's been on the other side of things where um you know they're probably uh last couple of years they were there were those teams that were were getting beaten and i think you're seeing um you know through their draft that they've built that they've put together uh, uh a good group of guys and you know in junior hockey when you don't win over so many so many years if you do draft well you you start having having a good year and and i think that's what you're seeing now i mean i watched a couple of their games online and um, they're they're playing well. They're they're playing a really good um, game, a system and structured game. They play they play heavy. Um, they have some. Uh, they don't have the. I don't want to say they don't have superstars, but they they don't have um, the, the the top top end guys like some teams do. But uh, they get they get the job done collectively. And uh, I'm, well, we're we're excited about the matchup on Wednesday. I, I think it's going to be a exciting game. I, I believe. Uh, I want to see our guys, uh, you know, it's a good test for our group to see where we are in the league. Bob talks often about Brett Leeson and what he's done there as a big, big-bodied yeah. forward uh, leading the, the league yeah. in scoring. Is there any particular game plan that you have to account for heading into Wednesday with, with regard to that? Well, I think the one thing, we'll definitely try and get some uh, D matchups for uh, against against their guys. Um that's one thing I think is important at this level, um, and and you know the big thing is for us is, is uh, we just got to make sure we manage the puck, um, you know don't uh, don't turn the puck over at the lines, you know we're, you know we're, and feed their transition where where they have a lot of success in them, force them we want to force them to play in the two hundred foot game, um, you know play play deep, you know force them to play D zone more and. Uh, and get our offense going. But uh, the biggest thing for us is just we've got to make sure we manage the puck against a team like that. 
Head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer, joining Brendan Escott on Oilers now. Is there anybody, Brad, in your opinion? I mean, it's it's a lot of headline stealing by Trey Fix Wolanski this year and with just yeah. cause. Is there anybody on your team yeah. that gets overlooked? And when I say that, I look at a guy like a Quinn Benjafield you brought in who's yeah. you know, second on team in scoring, for example. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's one name for sure. Uh, you know, if you look at our forward group, uh, uh, Benjafield is definitely one of the names that probably gets overlooked. He's one of the guys on our group that we, he's a 20 year old that we really rely on him for, for all facets of the game. He, he can play, he's a guy that plays very responsible player. He, you know, he's, he's, he's responsible defensively. He's got, uh, really good vision offensively, good hands to make plays. Um, in the offensive zone, but um, he he plays a really complete game. Um, there's the other. There's a few guys that really stuck. You know, you know, Brett Kemp's had a good year for us. Um, he's playing a lot more consistent. I think that was kind of a knock against him last year was probably his consistency. But I think this year he's taken that next step and and uh, he's elevated his game um, offensively and he's being a lot more responsible defensively. You know, we've had some good defense. Our defense have played well. You know, I mean, we talk about Matthew Robinson, but I think a guy like Ethan Cap and and uh, uh, um, McDonald's been been kind of uh, overlooked a little bit. You know, they they've they've played very well for us. Uh, you know, Wyatt McLeod plays hard minutes for us. So um, we're, we're we're getting a lot of. I know Trey's been been doing a hell of a job for us, but. Um, we've, we've got a lot of good minutes of, out of some, a lot of the guys this year. Looking at the Central Division right now, still second despite a couple of losses uh, over the weekend. Yeah. Is, is this a good year to try and really make a push for that division crown? Well, you know, that's that's something we talk about. I mean, that, that's, uh, you know, we, I mean, I don't think we set our goals on that uh, at the start of the year. Our, our biggest thing was, uh, was we want to make the playoffs. Um, we want to play we want to play a game that, uh, you know, is um, puck possession, um, play with some pace, um, you know, get guys offensively involved in the game. I think uh, we started to do that. We went through a little bit of a, 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 a growing pains, I guess, on our U.S. road trip. I think we learned an awful lot from from uh, from that trip, uh, which helped us here in the last uh, 12 games where we've kind of played a lot more consistent and, and a lot better team game. I got to ask you, uh, just because I haven't had the chance to hear it from the head coach specifically, but the streakiness of this yeah. team has been a theme all year long. And I wonder, yeah. uh, with the highs and lows, how do you sort of keep a level head through all of that? Well, you know, I think it's a process of understanding how to win. I think, um, you know, I think we, we can go back the last couple of years. I don't Obviously, the success hasn't been there. Winning consistently hasn't been there. Um, I think we're kind of seeing a little bit of, uh, you know, we're, we're getting some wins um, and then they're coming in bunches. Um, but in, in, you know, there's also some losses that come in there. And I think our guys are, are understanding now um, different ways of winning games. I think that's one way we have to, we got to learn um, as a group is because uh, teams are playing us differently. I mean, uh, we played Kelowna last week and, uh, they played a real trap game with something that we haven't seen a lot of um, in this league, and and we really got frustrated uh, the way they played against us because we weren't able to play the game through the neutral zone with speed. We had to dump the puck in, and we had to get pucks in and, and play a little different style of game. And I think we're 
we're understanding that Swift Current played a different game against us. So um, as we move forward here, I think we've learned a lot of, from different teams, and, and I think we're understanding that uh, we got to find different ways to win hockey games. And, and once we understand that, I think uh, the consistency will be there a lot better. Head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer. Brad, last one for you, and on the topic of finding yeah. different ways to win games. I know it's a little yeah. bit out yet, but a World Junior Selection Camp coming December 11th to 14th. you got to look at a guy like Fix Wolanski and figure he's uh, he's going to get the call there. Uh, whether he sticks yeah. around with the team or not, I suppose it's going to be up to him. But when you uh, yeah. have to expect, in some sense, to be without your top-flight player for for you know an extended stretch. Uh, how do you plan yes. about that? Have you started planning for that yet? Well, I guess yeah. I don't. Want, we've definitely talked about it. Um, you know, I mean, he's he deserves a, an opportunity to make that team. I hope he does get selected. I mean, um, you know, he's he's really put the time in uh, this last summer and and. and on his game, on on himself to, to give the, the best opportunity to, to make that team. So um, I, I hope things do work out in that as, aspect for him. But unfortunately, yeah, it will affect us. And I think that's where we have to understand um, where defensively we've got to be a lot better, more responsible um, in the D zone. Um, our team game uh, has been much better, and I think it's getting better every day. And that'll, that'll definitely have to be... Uh, be very strong uh, when you lose a guy like Trey, but uh, you know it also when you say, when you lose guys guys like that it also gives opportunity for other guys to step up and and get different minutes in other areas too. So um, when one guy lo- leaves, it's an uh, opportunity for other guys to step up too. Appreciate the time as always, Brad. Thanks so much, and uh, good luck this upcoming Wednesday. All right, thank you. That is head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer. Frequent guest here on Oilers Now. It's Brendan Escott filling in for Bob Stoffer. Bob will be back tomorrow. We're going to step aside here, and when we return from the break, we'll check in with the World Junior A rosters announced. Lots of Edmonton area talent. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Clint, going to be featured in that. We'll check in on who... This is Brendan Escott on Oilers Now. Please support 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous and make sure every kid has a Christmas. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 149 in Edmonton. It's Brendan Escott filling in for Bob Stoffer to start off this week. You can text us at 630 630. Gordo in St. Paul says, I thought the Oil played three solid games, and with any luck, they should have had two wins, maybe three. 
Tough to disagree with that. 17 seconds left in that Anaheim game. Lucic gets a little bit lost on a defensive assignment. The puck's in the back of the net. And then I said it off the top of the show. You get to overtime and you think that the Oilers have a pretty solid chance at winning a game. They've demonstrated that above all else this year. One thing you know as a fan is certain is that the Oilers are lethal in overtime and they didn't even get a chance to be that way before it was ended. And, and Dreisaitl did a flyby on that, by the way. Defensively, second chance goal ends the game. Dreisaitl's below his own goal line with the puck still in front of the net. Ken Hitchcock, probably not very impressed by that. One thing I do want to touch on before the show ends here, I mentioned it. The 2018 World Junior A Championship is going to Bonneville later in December. And quite a few teams from around the Alberta Junior Hockey League being represented. And some Edmonton area ones, uh, I'll just list off the talent as follows. From the Sherwood Park Crusaders, uh, Michael Benning, younger brother of Matt on the back end. Garrett Clegg out of St. Albert, and Carter Savoy as well. All three of those guys out of St. Albert, as a matter of fact. Uh, phenomenal hockey players tearing it up the AJHL level. Young players. From the Spruce Grove Saints, a perennial contender in the AJHL, Matt Davison goal has been dynamite for them. He got named to the roster. Tanner Hickey and TJ Lloyd on the back end. Parker Soretsky up front. Real good hockey team there. Ryan Conroy out of Fort McMurray, smooth skating defender. Isaac Saniga out of Bonneville. He was uh, playing the game against the Sherwood Park Crusaders. He was hurt for that one on uh, on Friday night where they beat the Crusaders 5-1. to one. So that's the team. They're all named to Team West, by the way. So a lot of that uh, comes out of the AJHL. Uh, quite a few out of the Penticton Vs and the BCHL and some uh, out of Victoria as well, Alex Newhook expected to go pretty high in this upcoming NHL entry draft. So the team right now, 10, 11, and 2. Six of them Pacific. Obviously, just endless talk about management and what should happen there. At what point do you think that the season can officially be written off? Because I think right now is way too early still. No, a text came in and said something along the lines of they need 32 wins from here on out to get to a 91-point plateau, which this year is looking an awful lot like it would be enough to get into the playoffs in the Pacific Division. I, I think that if they can shore up goaltending first and foremost, that'll be attainable. It'll be very difficult for them to get that kind of a win total. They'll have to be all over it. But it's doable. Hey, let me tell you about Royal Pizza. It's pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Coming up tomorrow, Bob makes his return. He will do so with Mark Spector. That is for Horse Racing Alberta every Tuesday. Stoffer Inspector for the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. 153 here in Edmonton. This coming across the text line. Bob in Edmonton. And no, 
this is not Bob Stoffer. He says, at the time, the Reinhardt deal was great. They got him a number four pick overall for a number 16. I would take that trade off in the stock market any day. Unfortunately, it just didn't work out. The line between winning and losing is so fine. Shirelli doesn't want to lose. I agree. Take a breath, people, and settle down. So this is basically what we've come to, is the school that wants Shirelli's head and the school that says it's easy to do that from your couch, but it doesn't change overnight. I'll ask you this. Are you happy that they've started to make some changes? Or would you rather that they just stood pat with Todd McClellan, a coach, Ryan Strom as an underperforming third-line center, a defensive core with no quality puck movers? And by the way, Nurse will be one, in my opinion. But he isn't yet at all. So there you go. That's the real question that I think a lot of people need to be asking them themselves right now, I should say. To this day in Oilers history, it's brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. As many of you have pointed out today, that's a lot longer than I've been alive. Book your winter group vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at Value Park at Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. On this day, November 26, 1996, 10 different players score for the Oilers. 10 in a 10-1 victory over the Calgary Flames in Calgary. Dean McCammond had a goal and two assists to lead them with three points. Curtis Joseph got the winning goal. Curtis Joseph appearing on the show a couple of weeks ago talking about his new memoir, Real interesting background story, and those of you who have a problem with the goaltending, I'm sure, have a real cozy place in your heart for Curtis Joseph and what he did for this organization for a number of years. Text coming in out of Edmonton right now. Fans don't play the game. They can be as emotional and as loyal as any, but it really doesn't matter. They have squandered all of their luck. Management has consistently overpaid what they thought were stars, and now they're a cap-struck and can't trade to improve. By the way, whining about the Leafs is getting old. They were always good enough to not get great draft choices while the Oilers were ridiculously inept. If McDavid goes down, they're dead. If McDavid, McDavid hasn't even been at the top of his game lately, has he? He still looks good out there, but he's certainly not contributing at the clip that he was at the beginning of the season. One last text before we wrap it up here out of Calgary. It's Ryan. He says, guys, why is it that other teams can rebuild quicker than we can in the last 10 years? Please answer this question. Well, other teams didn't trade away or have to move on from some of their high picks. Simple as that. Tonight on 6.30, Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. And he's got uh, a pretty solid lineup, I would say. NHL on Rogers analyst Kelly Rudy, former NHL linesman Mike Zvick on the passing of Mick Magoo. Mick Magoo uh, taking off life support after suffering a stroke last week. And that Eskimos receiver and Grey Cup analyst for 6.30, 630 Chad, rather, Natea Jay. 
tomorrow, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta and the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Up next, a news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Jet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. My name is Brendan Escott. I appreciate you tuning in today. Bob is back tomorrow. So long from the 6.30 Jet Studios. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.